This episode of Everyone's Gay is presented by Bon and Viv Spiked Seltzer. Mask. Oh yeah, my that's, god. That's my mask radio voice. I love Bon and Viv Spiked Seltzer. It's delicious. I have always loved Spiked Seltzer. I live for Spiked Seltzer and I drink it as a substitute for beer. Yeah, me too, actually, because I am gluten-free, and it is gluten-free. Yeah, I'm not gluten-free, but I am gay, so that's (laughs) why I don't love beer, but it does make my stomach hurt, but Spike Seltzer does not make my stomach hurt, and I can drink it a lot. It's light and refreshing, it's low-calorie, zero grams of sugar, and has a variety of delicious flavors. Chris, what's your favorite flavor? I'm always a bitch for cranberry, but Mm. I also, I mean, I don't dislike any of them. I know. It's actually like, sometimes when you actually really love the product, it's harder to talk about it because you love it so much. Yeah, no, like I actually was drinking. This isn't fake. This I've posted about this uh, a lot before anything even, you know, came to fruition with them. And honestly, this is my favorite sponsor because I love drinking it and yeah it's available in stores nationwide this bon and viv spike seltzer it's delicious so go buy it in stores nationwide look for the mermaid the program we are about to present is a report on the gay liberation movement Betches Media presents Gay 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 and lesbian Homosexuals come together Twyla 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 Everyone's gay Bless God and bless the gays Hi guys, I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith, and this is Everyone's Gay. Gay, gay, gay. Um, that was a fun. That was a fun one. Thank you. I tried to change things up. Yeah. Um, make sure you stick around. Uh, for our interview with Sorrow and our listener question. Sorrow is a recording artist. He's really cool. Really normal queer artist. Mm. I like how I say normal, like it's a yeah. thing. But like, because I, I don't think he's that normal. But he's like. I mean normal in a good way because I feel like sometimes people come on and I'm like, hmm. yeah, he's fun. <laughs> he was fun. He was nice. He was, he was fun like, to talk to. Yeah, it was. It's like a good conversation. So make yeah. sure you check that yeah. out. Yeah, Chris, how, how are, are you? you? Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you just sounded like Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, um, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a computer for like six weeks and it's making me fucking crazy. What do you watch TV on? Do you have a TV? Like in your bedroom? I do. As of recently, mm. my roommate. Bless her heart, got me a TV for my birthday in my room. Oh, that's nice. But that means, yeah, I haven't had a laptop. I think I'm just going to buy like a shitty one because I sleepwalk sometimes and I dumped <laughs> water on my Mac. <laughs> in your sleepwalk? In my sleep. The other day, um, I was I was sleeping and I woke up in the middle of the night and I guess I was sleeping on my arm mm. and I was really thirsty and I could and I went to grab the the glass of water and my arm which is like dead and i tried to pull it to my face and i couldn't move it and i just spilled water all over myself in the bed oh my god <laughs> was antonio in bed yeah was he like he didn't wake up oh well that's good but i was just like fuck i'd be like did you fucking piss the bed you freak um <laughs> no i woke up and i was so upset with myself it's been a upsetting couple of weeks computers are expensive i know and like apple doesn't help you with like a payment plan anymore no, they're like, like they're like we'll give you a credit card and then you pay it off through the credit card but, but then I'm you like, have a new credit card yeah they're not giving me a credit card and <laughs> nobody in their right fucking mind is giving me a credit card um so yeah mm-hmm. how are you what's new you're going to spain soon yeah uh well um, so we have one more episode together before our guest host comes on yeah um but yeah i'm just getting ready for that i'm going to fire island this weekend again um i'm skipping pride altogether mm-hmm. i'm sure York. they'll have quite a bit of pride. Well, the good thing is about 
uh, Fire Island during Pride is that people don't go to Fire Island during Pride. Oh, really? <laughs> because everyone stays in the city for yeah. the parade and shit. So it's going to be like nice and quiet and relaxing. Um, but once we get to Madrid, it's going to be Madrid Pride. Oh, that'll be fun. So we're, I'm going to have some pride there. So I'm just, I figure I'm like, I don't need to do fucking gay pride for six days. Yeah. Well, I will be at the pride parade. So. Yeah. So make sure you check out our Insta stories because we'll be doing opposite We'll be Prides. doing, yeah, there's two types of gays on Pride. There's two types of gays on Pride. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, New video. Yeah, right? Did you see this thing about um, Cracker Barrel? I did. So I was surprised because I would have thought Cracker Barrel would be more right-leaning just from being in a Cracker Barrel. Yeah. They, I have nothing to back that up except for my mm-hmm. own experience seeing Cracker well, Barrel. Well, if you go into like Cracker Barrel and they have, you know, they have that one section where it's just like shit, like gift, yeah, gift like shop. Yeah, a little store. It's pretty gay over there. Yeah, any craft store. Yeah, any craft store is pretty is gay. It's pretty homosexual. I love Cracker Barrel. See, I have eaten at one maybe once many years ago. It's more of like, I guess you, like the more Southern you go, like it's like the closer you are to the Mason Dixie line and lower, it's, that's when you get into Good cracker, cracker barrels. barrels. There's one in my like from where I'm from, but yeah. never went. I have a good cracker barrel story that I'll tell in a second. Did you come out at one? Yeah, I came out at Cracker Barrel. Um, and I was like, guess what? This cracker is gay. <laughs> likes to take it in the barrel. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, there was this pastor. He was trying to stage an event at um a Tennessee branch of Cracker Barrel, and the restaurant decided not to agree with it because this guy Grayson Fritz, that's the name. He he it's a gay name for us. Grayson Fritz for a homophobe. Yeah. Um he's the pastor at All Scripture Baptist Church. Okay. Mm. All Scripture, so I guess they study the Quran. JK. I doubt it. Um he's also a police co- county police detective. He called oh, for for the executions of LGBTQ plus people earlier this month saying queer people were Worthy of death in a state in a sermon. Oh, well, that's sweet. So, uh, some Democratic chairman in Tennessee found out about this, and so she reached out to the CEO of Cracker Barrel, and Cracker Barrel was like, "Mm, nah, honey, not no racist people at my uh, no, Ritz homo- shop." Yeah, I mean, good oh, for Cracker Barrel. Yeah, yeah, and I'm state- sure he's racist as well, probably. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's also just like good press. I mean, if he's ex- executing LGBT people, he he's, probably hates most people. That's true. I would assume. He's calling for the execution. But that always makes me nervous. It's like that's why you people calling for stuff, especially people in power, it's like, "Oh, so my pastor told me to kill gay people, so I'm going to go kill a gay person." Yeah, I mean, that's Literally what happens. Literally what happens. Uh, Cracker Barrel said in a statement, we take pride in serving as a home away from home for all guests and in showing our communities and our country that the hospitality we practice is open for everyone. We serve everyone who walks through our doors with genuine hospitality, not hate, and require all guests to do the same. Yes, Cracker Barrel, work, bitch. Yeah. I'm happy for them and mm-hmm. happy for me because mm-hmm. I would love to dine at a Cracker Barrel. I will more likely dine in a Cracker Barrel. I now. fucking love mashed potatoes. I love gravy. Grits. What is there to complain Biscuits. about? Um, I actually, I don't, I don't know if this is a good story or not, but <laughs> tell it and we'll let the, this is a the people really decide. bad story. I think I'm going to tell my mom not to listen to this episode because it's a little out there. Oh, um, yeah. these are the stories I love. So, 
my great uncle passed away. <laughs> he, he was from Alabama. Mm-hmm. And so um, my parents were like, okay, we're going to go to the funeral. And I was like, do you guys want me to come? Like, I just like finished school or something. And I was like, I'll go with you guys if you want. And so I went to Alabama with them. Oh, exciting little trap. And there was a Cracker Barrel across the street from the hotel. Um, and actually, what's it called? I'm like, getting very nervous. <laughs> so <laughs> we went to the funeral. And what's it called? The thing you go to after a funeral? Like post-funeral party? Um, <laughs> the after party? I don't know what it's called. There's a term for it, I think. I don't know. Uh, anyways, and it was at the Cracker Barrel. Okay. And so... <laughs> And so I ended up go. We went obviously, and there was this guy. He was like a year, probably a year or two younger than me. I was probably like nineteen. I'm so terrified. I think I was like twenty. I might have been twenty-one. I think I was twenty-one because I think I was drinking legally. And um, this guy was like clearly very into me. Mm. He was very like good looking. Was he at the thing or he worked at the Cracker Barrel? No, he was at the thing. Okay. He was like a family friend of my great uncle's father. Like his father was a family friend. Oh, God, this is such okay. a terrible story. I can't wait to hear the rest, um, And basically, oh, fuck. He was told me he was going to be coming to New York soon, and we were like, I was like going to go out with him that night after the par- after the <laughs> funeral. And uh, my parents wouldn't let me because I pretty much could tell that this guy was like very into me. He was a very handsome southern gentleman. How old was he? I think he was like 18. I was like 21. He was oh. like 19 or something. Flash forward a month later, he's like, I'm in New York. I was like, oh, do you need a place to stay? He stayed in my apartment, and we had sex. <laughs> I thought you were gonna have sex at the Cracker Barrel, so that story is no. not as bad no, as it could it, be. It's just, it's just an interesting story that it, I, I, I just went straight to. Oh, my mom is gonna be listening to this. But what's funny is, what's not funny is that I was had just been broken up with, so I was like kind of miserable, mm. and I was, I was kind of like a dick, a dick, and I feel bad about it to this oh. day. What's kind of like a dick? You didn't call him back? You kicked him out of your apartment? No, he stayed. But like, I just wasn't very like warm, if that makes sense. I wasn't a cuddly f- fuck. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like you're not a cuddly person in general. No, but I'm usually like a nice person. I feel like... Yeah. Like... And this poor kid was I know. And I was like so miserable. That was like the period of two weeks where I was crying every day, like on the subway. Oh. Yeah, I mean... When you're in I'm going to reach state. out to him and apologize. Who cares? He's fine. <laughs> He's and listening right now being like, I, I still hate you. I'm I playing. know. I felt like it's such a dick because he was really cute and sweet. Anyways, next, <laughs> next, next topic. Oh, my God. The next topic. Poppers aren't addictive, people. Keep going. Have yeah. the time of your life. The news. Poppers aren't addictive. Is... We actually talk about poppers later in this interview also. Oh, yeah. Later we in this do. episode. But um, not in as much detail as I would like to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you want to go into it? So poppers apparently pose a very little chance of addiction. According to a new study, God bless them doing studies on poppers. Mm-hmm. They're um, doing the Lord's work. A new survey of more than 800 men found very little evidence of dependency. And this means people weren't breaking the law to obtain them, running into debt in their pursuit, alienating or sabotaging friendships relating to their experience or even damaging their health. So I guess for something to qualify as an addiction, that's what it has to be. It's like you're not breaking the law. You're not running into debt in the pursuit. You're not alienating or sabotaging friends and you're not damaging your health. I guess they don't damage your health. I mean, that can't be true, but it's good to know. I mean, this use all the us. poppers you want, bitch. Yeah. Um, because they had actually banned poppers in Australia and they tried to turn it into um, like a prescription only drug. 
But it's like, how do you justify? How do you get a How do you tell your doctor? That? It's like I have a really tough time. Yeah, be like, I need taking it. Yeah, up the ass. Also, it feels amazing when you're on Molly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever done poppers while I'm on Molly. Oh, you gotta try it. <laughs> Can't say enough good things about it. <laughs> um, so people were like buying it on the black market in Australia, I guess. But I think this is gonna help it become a legal again. Yeah, because here you can just buy them in the fucking street corner. Yeah, any bodega sells poppers, basically. Yeah, as a VCR cleaner. Mm-hmm. But who the fuck has a VCR these days? Nobody. No one. It's just homos in there. Could you imagine, like, I'm going to create a VCR cleaner, and little did that person know that they would be in business forever. <laughs> like, some tech nerd was like, I'm going to create the perfect VCR cleaner, uh-huh. and now he's sitting on his throne being adored <laughs> by homos everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Also, who was the first person to be like, oh, I wonder if I smell this, what will happen? I know. I think about that with, like, every drug. Same, actually. Who created everything? Well, they were saying there's, like, evidence of, like, people in China. Like, the oldest evidence of people smoking weed just came out. And it's, like, some ancient Chinese culture. And they were smoking weed. Yeah, well. And they knew how to find the the plants with the highest potency. Amen. And we applaud you. Mm Mm-hmm. I actually went to the the Met and saw uh, the camp. Oh yeah, I saw your thing. stories. It's a little short. Were you high at the Met? Um, I'll, it was a weekend, and I'm always high. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a Saturday, Brian's waking up and smoking a bowl with coffee. Yeah, I mean that's it's the weekend. It's the weekend. What are you gonna do? Yeah, I like literally just lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going with this camp thing. Yeah, because you get high every fucking day. <laughs> your brain is mush. Hopefully I'll I'm remember. I'm a perfect angel. I don't yeah. do any drugs. Listen, it's pride. How much are we expected to do? I'm paying rent. I'm. Uh, it's ridiculous. We should be given the full month off of every everything. Yeah, we were kicked out of the podcast studio. Oh my God. Homophobic. Yeah. Homophobic because they were like, Mm-mm, no gays in here today. Yeah, just kidding. They, they weren't. They were like, we love you. We love you, but no gays Betches in here. Betches has actually give, given every single person who's had a gay experience Summer Fridays. Wow, that's <laughs> <laughs> and that's the whole office. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> um, should we get into our segment? Our Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer presents. <sighs> Dive into pride. Dive into pride, <laughs> what, baby. What Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer are you drinking? I am drinking cranberry. I'm drinking cranberry too. We also have a clementine hibiscus on the table to yeah, share. Yeah, and a pear elderflower because we tend to go through more than one. Yeah, they're drinkable, bitch. They're drinkable. What are you going to do? I, I, They don't make you bloated. That's what I know. Literally only 90 calories. It's just right. <laughs> I also would like to point out to everyone in marketing that I'm a marketing genius and I said look for the mermaid and did we not get someone that tagged us in an insta story saying I looked for the I mermaid I know I was so thank you for whoever that was yes bless you thank you um, everyone that owns marketing companies please call me directly yeah so someone tagged us in a picture of them going to gay pride drinking Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer and t- they tagged Bon and Viv Spike Seltzer, too. And said, look for the mermaid. And said, look for the mermaid. So, <laughs> And she said, I looked for the mermaid. This shit works, so you should pay us. Honestly, that's such a good slogan. It is. Thank you. Um, so today, we're going to be talking about the history of... The balls. <laughs> <laughs> Not just human balls. The ball culture. The ball culture. Um, 
ball culture has been around for a very, a very long, long time. time. Um, right now, it's having a big resurgence with shows like Pose. Yes, um, I feel like Pose is really bringing people back to the ball. Mm-hmm. So, just some his, background. His story. Um, herstory. Gay herstory. Um, ball culture originally emerged in the 1920s in and around New York City. In the beginning, the performers were mainly white people, white men, um, putting on drag fashion shows. But, you know, and black queens rarely participated. And when they did, they were expected to lay in their faces. But based, and they were, so they were marginalized within this community. And And this is in the 20s. And this was in the 20s. So they went and turned it into something better. Yes. The underground ball culture they started in the 60s is the culture that now now we know as ball culture. And it became a safe space for queer youth of color. And they would do it like wherever they could in little secret warehouses. Sometimes they would be outside if they couldn't find spaces. Mm -hmm. After the bars closed, they would go... Literally anywhere to do these. Yeah. And we so we sort of went to a ball. We went to a current day a ball. A current day ball. Um it was cool. Uh it was the only issue I had was that it was on a Wednesday in Bushwick. And this I'm a Chelsea Queen now. So this it was a bitch. little it was a little far away. But this is also a lot of people in ball culture like make that's their whole life is yeah. ball culture. Uh and I there was the the MC I guess you would refer to to yeah the one as? that reads so like the the tens across the board is like the MC of she was amazing she was like okay. every time there was a beat and like she was trying to make an announcement she's like the queens have not arrived yet <laughs> because like everyone was like standing around in a circle like waiting for people to start voguing and he's like just dance just dance just 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 dance obviously much better than this yes. it was really yeah. And then just watching people actually able to move like that, but and people can vogue the house down. Yeah, I can't. I um, would love to. So there's always competitions, basically, you, like challenge other houses. So there's houses which are like gay families, but yeah, they the house compete ex- together at the balls. So like the house of the Beja is like one of the OGs, at least that is famous and talked about Mm -hmm. um and there's a ton of houses and even now there's houses in drag culture like the house of davenport if you will there's been like 30 davenports on drag race Mm -hmm. and they're in dallas and yeah dallas and in new york because some of them have like migrated north um but that's like a huge house and they all have little davenports in their name um and categories, which is like still a big part of drag race every time they're on the runway. Mm-hmm. And it's like category is neon realness or brew will be like, and today the category is, you know, black and white realness or whatever they do. Yeah. Um, Some of the categories that they have is runway, vogue, realness, body, costume design and face. Apparently, realness is where they try and see who is more able to pass, yeah. as which like hetero. I think has no longer. Really, yeah, I don't know if they do that anymore. But like back in the day, and you'll see this on Pose, they like really did that. If you passed and you had to like be mm-hmm. real, like no padding or anything, bitch, they would mm-hmm. read you. And if you're bad, they will tell you you're bad. Yeah, and it's humiliating. Um. 
but since we've gotten to a different place in the world, realness, yeah. I don't think really means that anymore. And it's not like voguing like um, Madonna, although Madonna did make voguing like kind yeah. of like. More but Madonna prominent. like wrote Vogue about voguing. Yeah, the ball club. Did she write? Does Madonna write? This is I'm the assuming. I don't. She know. must write something. She well, like the song it. Vogue is inspired by real voguing. Yeah, which is amazing. If you don't know voguing, fucking YouTube, like amazing voguing because it's. We did talk about Madonna insane. later in the episode too, with um sorrow. We talk about how um that what's that fuck truth or dare? Oh yep. See, whatever. Still haven't seen it. Madonna. You, I mean, I've seen it. Yeah, I haven't seen it, all right, bitch? Um, Kill me. But it was just a really great, safe space for people. Unfortunately, you know, I feel like, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the ballroom culture's founders aren't around today because of the AIDS epidemic and sexual violence against the LGBTQ community. In which, particular, in yeah. In particular, yeah. Um, LGBTQ women of color, people yeah. of color. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we see it, like you said, shows on Pose. Uh, and Pose and even hired a writer and activist, Jana Mock, who's a, she is a trans woman and she is a producer, writer and director of the show. So they're... And she just actually this week penned like a huge deal with Netflix, like an exclusivity deal with Netflix. That's oh, dope. like huge. And she's the first transgendered woman to do that with Netflix. Wow. That's amazing. Did you see that um, The Office is leaving Netflix? I heard. Wait, which which? Um, can I try? I'm gonna open this Clementine open the hibiscus. Clementine hibiscus. So I already finished my cranberry bond and this. This bitch is sucking them down like fucking. Girl, it is fucking like, like ninety seltzer. degrees outside. <laughs> I'm sucking it down like seltzer. Oh, there it is. That beautiful sound, sound of the summer. Ah. Um. Do you see that? Um, The Office is leaving Netflix. When is that supposed to occur? Next. I, oh, 2021. But that's oh. that's a minute away. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. I have a little time. I haven't seen enough of it. I've seen every episode 555,000 times, and I use it like a comforting blanket. I just wish that they would automatically take away the uh, intro. I know. It drives me fucking crazy. For everything. For everything. But like, also for The Office in particular, it's very loud. Mm-hmm. It's way louder and than the rest of. of the show. I guess when they were making these intros, they weren't really expecting binge TV. No. Also, I don't know how we got from drag ball culture to the office, but oh, we're talking about Netflix. homos are expanding. Okay. Yeah. We're not just living in boxes, people. Mm-hmm. We watch the office and we compete in balls. Mm-hmm. Although I've never competed in a ball. <laughs> I don't and think I it's would us. Be scared. I don't think it's our place to compete in balls. No, I mean, drag queens compete in balls. Yeah, but I don't know how to Vogue. Yeah, uh, there was. Yeah, yeah. So you know, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Pink nails, fun. Thank you. Did you just notice them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're a little bright. Our next video with Chris is coming out July third. Oh, happy fourth. Happy third. Yeah, but <laughs> you can celebrate on the fourth. You can celebrate me on the fourth. Are you excited that Pride is almost over? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like it actually hasn't been that stressful of a Pride compared to... For whatever reason, last year was worse. Yeah, I feel like on like an old 
mm-hmm. feel like last year I really had something like every day. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm just like, Ugh, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. What are you doing for the rest of the day? Oh, the rest of the day? Oh, I'm going to um, the shed at uh, Hudson Yards to see a show. Oh, exciting. I was going to say we should sit in the sun and drink Bon Viv. We can do that too. That's not till later. Oh, amazing. All right. We need to finish these spike seltzers and then do our interview these, with Sorrow. Yeah, these Bon Viv spike seltzers. Yeah, stick around. Interview with Sorrow. And thanks again to Bon Viv spike seltzer found in a store near you nationwide. Today's episode of Everyone's Gay is brought to you by Tomboy X. Tomboy X is much more than makers of damn fine, gender-inclusive, comfortable underwear that fits your body and how you see yourself. Their roots run deep in the queer community, and Pride Month is no exception. In celebration of Pride Month, Tomboy X has done it again with their awesome new Rainbow Pride collection. What first caught my eye was their Rainbow Pride sleeveless unisuit. Wear it to Pride. But the whole collection looks amazing, so you need to check it out. For example, Tomboy X Essential Silky Soft Bra or their pride-striped iconic briefs or boy shorts. Everything is fit-tested on all body types, sizes XS to 4X. It feels good knowing that when you shop at Tomboy X, you're aligned with a company that celebrates the fight, the joy, and the stories of all things LGBTQIA. Show your pride with Rainbow Collection at Tomboy X. Go to TomboyX.com gay, enter gay, and get an extra 50% off your first order. Again, Get an extra 15% off when you enter gay at tomboyx.com slash gay. That's tomboyx.com slash gay. And we're back with our special guest recording artist, Sorrow. Hello. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for having me. You're not based in New York, though, right? No, I'm from LA. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Have you flew in just for us? Just, that's why, just you're, for this, that's yeah. why you're here, right? Yeah. Um, and you just did LA Pride. How was that? It was spectacular. Yeah. So I've never fun. been to LA Pride. It's kind of crazy. It's a it's a party. Is it, mm-hmm. it looks like a party. It is a party. I don't think it's New York Pride. I think New York Pride's way better World mm-hmm. Pride. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, a lot of like shirtless boys yeah you know. well i mean west hollywood gays yes yeah. you know, everywhere yeah you know how they are am i might my are. yeah <laughs> are you a west hollywood gay i'm not you're not i'm not um uh, my theory is that um all the like attractive gay west hollywood men are were like the hottest guys in their hometowns and they all just came to that's a correct LA. theory yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that real mm-hmm. yeah See, whenever I see a gay person, I'm like, oh, I just assume they have the same backstory as I. Like, I'm like, you weren't cool in high school. That's why <laughs> you're well, doing this maybe now. I think because a lot of people come, go to L.A. to become actors or work in the business or something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, I can do it. I feel like people from Midwest are more likely to go west than east to New York, mm. if that makes sense. Where are you from? I'm from L.A. I'm oh. like a local native. Yeah, it's rare. Um, do you find that helps you with your career? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How so? Just because I grew up with a lot of people who have like family mm, in the yeah. industry and stuff, and I just have had longer to kind of like get to know people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So your EP Die Alone just came out. Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Um. Would you say that there's like an overall thesis for it? Oh, thesis. Um, <laughs> what I, don't, I was so trying. Nice I was. Word. I was writing the question, and I was. I had the space bar for a minute. I was like, "What's the term I'm looking Thesis for?" Thesis. I like to say that it is about love and the lack thereof. So it's kind mm. of about like heartbreak and and being alone and feeling incapable of loving. Mm-hmm. But then also there's like some parts of like, fuck, I just fell in love so deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of 
a plethora of things, mm-hmm. but it's very bleak. All yep. of my music is very sad, <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> it feels a little uplifting, but sometimes don't be, don't you be need fooled. Sad music. I'm a sad guy. I love a sad album. <laughs> yes. So, so you're out and openly gay. Yeah. It's, it's funny because I, I, I never had like a real coming out moment. Yeah. It's just kind of like I've just always been You've just always myself. Been yeah. Grew um, up in LA. Yes. Right. So you never actually like had to come out? Um, no, no, I, oh, I, sorry. I came out to my family and stuff, oh, okay. but I meant like as an artist. Yeah. I just, oh, okay. I like never talked about it so much. And then it just kind of like, I, now I talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. But I never was like, Hey everyone, I'm gay. Well, I feel like that's, I, a lot of like queer artists always tend to wait. I feel like until I guess it's, it, it depends on when you started, but you've been, like you were saying out since the beginning, was there like a, thought process behind that where you're like oh i'm gonna hide this yeah. and when was the beginning when did you start making i started making music in like 2014 so yeah it's like almost five years and it was it was never like i'm gonna hide this it was just it was it was more like i'm not gonna like promote this in a mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. so i guess i think it's kind of the same thing but yeah. <laughs> it was like it, yeah. it's kind of like you don't want to pigeonhole yourself you don't want to like be put in that box that's kind of what I was afraid of. But um, I've also realized now that you don't have to have a coming out moment either. You can just kind of like, you know, just be yourself and yeah. Yeah. I feel like with me, people just assume I'm gay from the moment I start And that's speaking. what I thought as well. Like, I'm like, have you seen my Instagram? How like yeah. naked I am <laughs> and how like I only follow like hot boys and mm-hmm. stuff. Like it's obvious. I thought that was just for promotion <laughs> for marketing. See, but there's people that really do, I think, uh-huh. think that. They, yeah, they're they're definitely like where not. I'm. I'm from upstate, and like there's not a lot of gay people, so I feel like people don't see this, see that, and think gay, gay. True. They're just like, oh, he's creative. <laughs> yeah, like I guess. But growing up in LA, I guess they know gay people. Yeah, yeah. for <laughs> the most part. I guess so. I don't know. I guess it's also different now than it was like even five, six years ago. Yeah, it's definitely different. I mean. We have people like Frank Ocean mm-hmm. and Troy Sivan, and mm-hmm. so it's it's kind of easier to just be yourself. And I, I, yeah, I don't like I don't even think that they had huge coming out moments either. It's like Frank just started kind of talking about um, same sex relationships in his music, and yeah. that was his moment. Well, he correct me if I'm wrong. I think when he released Channel Orange, he had that like Instagram post or social media post where he like wrote about how he fell in love with a boy at 19 or something. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> I, I think the music came out first. Yeah. And then well, like there was like yeah. a moment after, well, but it was like obvious in, in the yeah. song. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess Forrest was, Gump. Like, yeah. In like swimming pool EP before that mixtape or something. He was like talking about boys. Yes. I don't know. I love when I'm listening to music and then I'm like, oh my God, is this a gay person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, when you're like, oh, caught that. Yeah. That's um, how I feel about the Smiths. Like how I've mm. always felt about the Smiths. Like, Are they know. gay? Is is Lee Singer gay? I mean, I don't think he's out, but I've always felt this queer energy around it, and that kind of helped me in my like mm-hmm. coming to terms with my queerness. Mm. Are you big the Smiths fan? Yes. Nice. Mm. Yeah. I like the Smiths because that's my last name. Oh, nice! <laughs> wow, that's such a unique last name. Thank you. <laughs> um, speaking of your Insta, I was stalking it yesterday. Oh no! And there's, I believe it's the art for your EP. Mm-hmm. And it's a very cool picture with a fun story. Thank you. That I think the listeners would love to hear. Yeah. So, so the photo that I saw is like 
looks like an aerial view shot from like a drone. Yeah. <laughs> of you naked in a parking garage, a parking lot. Yes. So <laughs> it was a rainy day in winter of, I think it was December of last year. And my friend Chandra was in town uh, for Christmas and she always shoots amazing photos of me and I needed artwork for my EP. And I was like running out of time and I was freaking out. So I was like, can we please shoot some photos? And she works extremely slowly. So I was like very mm. frustrated, <laughs> but we decided uh, I made the joke, like you should shoot me out of the front window of my apartment because you know there's this parking lot below and she's like i'm fucking down let's do it and i was like uh i'm so down so i got naked (laughs) (laughs) and um josh who's actually here in the room there um he basically had a a trench coat for me because it's a very public street that we Mm. lived on so there was like cars driving by and people walking by and i'm butt ass naked (laughs) laying on this this parking lot and there are cars coming in and out of the parking lot as well like while this is happening they probably thought it was a fucking crime scene yeah that he's like i know (laughs) the body (laughs) and i'm just like sitting there shivering my ass off and josh every time he sees someone walking by he'll come and like throw the trench coat on top of me and i'm like fuck but um but yeah it's also raining Mm. And Chandra's out the window with this giant Mamiya camera, like that's like bigger than her whole body. I'm like, please don't die or um, drop the camera. Yes, I'm having exactly. a panic attack yeah. thinking about holding my phone out no, the window. It was it was wild. So anyway, we ended up getting the shot, obviously, and it's a great shot. I love it. I I love. She took digitals as well as film, and that I posted the digital with it, and you can see that it's not in black and white. And you can see some of the cars, which I think. Is yeah, I feel like that's the one that I saw. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, there's this is a real parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but I think that when people see the artwork at first, they can't tell if it's a parking lot or not. It kind of looks like maybe sand or. No, I read the story first and then I Got saw. Yeah. 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 But wild. I would be yeah having a panic attack. About I've done some crazy shit for photos, honestly. Uh, like What's what? the craziest? I love stories like this. Oh my gosh. Um, one time for a music video, we had to go into a lake at 4 a.m. And it was winter. And we had to have a lifeguard because the water was so cold that you couldn't basically like survive. Oh my God. It. And it was dark out. And so it was freezing. Like my balls imploded <laughs> basically it just went up inside you yeah yeah, yeah. so that was one of the oh my god at four o'clock in the morning when the water is dark you don't know what's in it that was water. well it's a lake well <laughs> you've ever seen a horror movie from the lagoon. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the loch ness monster lives i know um i love music videos are you a music video like do you enjoy doing music videos yeah i mean it's literally to me it's like fighting a war because mm-hmm. i always produce my own music videos a lot of the time so it's it's like really intense, but mm-hmm. yes, I love music videos. Mm-hmm. I have music videos for most of my songs, mm-hmm. um, so I'm obviously in love with them. And obvi- and growing up, like my favorite shows were Pop Up Video and TRL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's something that's such a big part of of the music to me. It's mm-hmm. like like assessing that visual fingerprint and yeah. then, and then creating something that goes along with the music. So do you feel like when you are making the music you kind of are seeing the visual at the same time? Like do you like oh like oh I know what I'm going to do for this? Sometimes yeah. usually it comes way after mm-hmm. where it's like I'm listening to the song with my eyes closed and like things come into my, come to mind and then I like brainstorm and then look up references and and yeah, it's like a process definitely. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll know immediately when it, like even while I'm writing a song or or um, as soon as I hear like the the chords that mm-hmm. we're writing, 
um, I'll feel like what I want to see. Yeah. Mm. You know, if I, somebody was like, here's $5 million to make a music video and write a song, I really don't think I'd be able to do it. <laughs> I'm confident in other things. I think that. But like even thinking now, I'm like, I wouldn't know the first step to do either thing. I feel like you would probably end up with like Work Bitch by Britney Spears. Because <laughs> <laughs> I will, <laughs> I think that music video was $5 million. Well, have you seen the new like couple of Taylor Swift music videos? Those fucking budgets. Oh, were they crazy? Insane. There's just like a lot of stuff. In them. A lot I, of stuff. I didn't see the one with the Panic the Disco, Disco mm-hmm. guy, but I saw the other one. Yeah, with Laverne Cox in it. With yes. the like, yeah, with every, like she must have just been. <laughs> oh God! Cutting checks. I wonder how much they got paid. I don't know. Probably I don't know. a lot to I just mean, show up and do. I'm sure that they would have done it for free, though. I'm not gonna lie, I did not like the video. No, I didn't was, love it either. I, yeah, we talked about this. It was like it's, it's basically just like. How much money can we vomit on, onto this? Mm-hmm. The one with the Panic at the Disco guy also is not good. I yeah, I heard that was bad, and that's why I didn't watch it. I don't know. And bizarre. Yeah, bizarre. And like, there's a weird scene in the beginning where they're speaking in French to each other as a married <laughs> it couple. All just sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it, it is bizarre actually because yeah. they're both similar to who are your favorite artists? Like, want tell me your favorite like top favorite artist each. Like right now or in general. Both right. What's who's right now? Right now, I'm obsessed with Rosalia. <gasps> Same. Um, her music videos are amazing. So good. Have you seen them? Like I've the, seen pretty much all of them. The Panza Tumiar. Yes. When, when yeah. she's like the Panza Tumiar. Did you see her when she was here? I saw her at Coachella. Uh huh. I she, she was unbelievable. She's amazing. I saw her at Webster Hall a couple of weeks ago. Amazing. I'm like, bitch. I don't know what you're saying, but I love you. No, that's <laughs> yeah. It's a vibe for sure. Yeah. I listen to her music like daily. Mm-hmm. Same. Her. Yeah. Um, and then Gaga. Mm, yeah. Okay. From since day one, since day just one, Gaga. Yeah, love it. My right now, I'll have to say Lizzo. Yes. Is yes, and I just saw Lizzo also like last week, love two weeks ago, and it was amazing. That's truly life changing. <laughs> um, and my of always, yeah, I don't want to be too basic, but also probably Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Oh, like okay. of all time. <laughs> yeah. Probably. So funny. What about probably you? Going to be like skewered for this, but I never liked gaga oh, until really? i saw her at coachella and i was like holy shit she can sing she can dance she can do it all she's like like to me beyonce is like the holy grail mm-hmm. because she's yeah honestly beyonce like one of the also best yes live performers ever. i've ever seen in my whole life but then when i saw gaga it was like gaga's not that far off yeah when it comes to like stamina singing dancing like putting on a show being a fucking bad bitch you know yeah that bitch broke her hip touring jesus okay. yeah <laughs> so but what about you Who, who's your yeah, who's your um and of all oh my gosh i'm like i'm much more into like obscure stuff I, although Ro- rosalia to me like is kind of obscure but also like mm-hmm. so cool well it's like the um, whole i love lizzo too i met her once um and it was like life changing. She's so fucking funny. I see it. That's what She's I hysterical. imagined. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite right now, it might actually be Rosalia also. <laughs> what if you like what? myself? Yeah. I know. I'm like, oh, yeah, Sorrow. Sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> He's cool. Also, um, forever. My all time also is Sorrow. Yeah. My yeah, both, both <laughs> Sorrow. Um, and your all time is Beyonce. My all time is probably like Beyonce, Radiohead. It's like a tie between Beyonce, Tom York, and Morrissey. 
even though Morrissey's an asshole and I never want to meet him. Mm. <laughs> well, they, you shouldn't. Well, I feel like I would never want to meet Beyonce just because it's like, I don't know what I would. I've met Beyonce once. What, what? what happened? Oh my God. I like, what? <laughs> I don't want to go too deep into just it. Just tell me like what the smell was like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was an insane night. I basically got to eat Roscoe's chicken and waffles with her. Oh my wow. god! And it was a very intimate. Like it was only five of us. Wow! Yeah. Did she speak? She spoke. We <laughs> we talked about the. Cra- I told her about the Craigslist killer. Oh my um, god! Um, He's I from my hometown. <laughs> Beyonce knows. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. And then um and then we. How we did told you her bring up the Craigslist killer to Beyonce? We were talking that about furniture. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about furniture. She was like, she was getting her um her interior design done for her house. At from the time. Cra- and you were like, oh, you know what's great? <laughs> Craigslist. <laughs> Legitimately, <laughs> it wasn't me. I'm not gonna say who brought up Craigslist, but it wasn't her and it wasn't me. But I did say, be careful on Craigslist because there's. <laughs> Beyonce, watch <laughs> oh my god uh, yeah that is so funny yeah and she smelled amazing she but everything about her was amazing mm-hmm. but also like i was just tipsy enough to not be like super starstruck mm. and she reminded me of my childhood friend so i just like pretended it was her to like have some chill yeah so yeah and i would afterwards did you just sob i i definitely like freaked out yeah. Afterwards, I freaked out the moment that she was in my presence, and then I like was like, okay, I gotta like be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I feel like that's definitely a moment. I feel like I would be so nervous of crossing the line of being tipsy enough to being too tipsy in like yeah. a second, and, and like I would be like, something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um. So outside of music, what are your what are your hobbies? What do you like to do? Um, Take naked photos. Like yeah, just <laughs> masturbate. Same. Um. No. Yeah. Same. It's mostly just like. <laughs> coming up with visuals photo shoots i'm like starting to get more and more into fashion Mm -hmm. um because i guess your whole life is probably work right now yeah it's been pretty intense i I love it though um i do whenever i'm in la i love to go to the ocean like i I surf a bit Mm -hmm. so just like getting out there i'm not afraid of sharks it's so weird oh my god i'm so terrified of sharks I, i honestly have this feeling that like if a shark's gonna attack you and you die from a shark attack like like that's, that's how you go that's how you go well, i'm always like what if i just get bit and then i'm like stranded then they'll make that yeah. movie about you exactly but you i won't be around to fucking see it <laughs> i won't be there to read the reward they'll make a movie if you die they probably exactly won't. but also like imagine having a friend like imagine you being my friend like imagine next week i go surfing and i die from a shark attack you can be like oh my god i met this guy and he died mm-hmm. from a shark attack like how fucking cool is that story i would tell I mean, that story on this podcast yeah we exactly. would be like, hey, guys, catch the new episode. Also, <laughs> FYI, you can't find him anywhere because he did die from a shark attack. <laughs> it's not funny. As soon as this episode was That's released. That's my dream. <laughs> See, I would rather be attacked by, like, a bear or something because I feel like I, I could get away from it. I don't know. Have you seen The Revenant? It looked pretty fucking the awful. Bear, a bear attack is, I think, far more brutal because a shark doesn't really want to eat you. They will, mm. like, nibble you and then, like, leave you to die. Mm-hmm. A bear will, like, rip out your throat. Mm-hmm. This mm. got very brutal very yeah. quickly. <laughs> See, uh, so yeah, but I'm almo- almost always thinking about animal attacks, so I'm glad that we can talk about it here. <laughs> Same. And not a day goes by that I'm not like, oh, I hope there's no bears on the train. What are you doing while you're uh, for New York Pride? Um, What's your plan? Honestly, I like need to see Madonna because it's funny. I actually didn't care that much about Madonna either. Don't kill me. But I just watched Truth or Dare for the first time. Oh, wow. I am obsessed with her now. Yeah. Mm. She was doing that shit like... It's so modern. Like, it's if you came crazy. out now, you'd be like, oh, yeah. she's one of a million. But then it's you like. You know, I don't think I've seen Truth or Dare. What? Oh, oh, it's, it's amazing. It's life changing. Yeah. Go watch it. It's really so good. 
That's not the one with Rosie O'Donnell. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Their own. Is yeah. what I'm yes. about. Great movie. Uh, also, haven't seen that. I honestly. have tickets to see Madonna this summer. She's doing this like residency somewhere. I think it's at the BAM Theater. Um, but the tickets on StubHub are being resold for like two thousand dollars right now. Oh my god! So we're contemplating. That's like my net worth. Yeah, <laughs> so we're, <laughs> we're contemplating you. reselling them because we, we we did one of those things where we got lucky. Um, yeah. Amazing small venue. Yeah, it's and, but apparently the new album is amazing, so we have to maybe mm. potentially. Is go. it out? Yeah, it just came out Friday. Oh my gosh, I need Madam it. X, love it. Oh, that's the name of a swingers club downtown. <laughs> is it? It really is a straight swingers club. I guess there's I only straight so. swingers. I've never been there, but I I've what do you been mean, straight near. Because if you're gay, you're like open. You can be a gay swinger. But yeah, do, do but they, it's, I guess you're right. Yeah, but I don't think they call themselves the same thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, they just call themselves gay. Just and just <laughs> gay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think true. it's a straight swingers club because my friend used to work the door, ah, and it's right off the Williamsburg Bridge. So I went to the cock the other night. Mm-hmm. Mm. Was that your first time? It was. I think it was my first time there. Maybe I'd been there one other time, but I was like blacked out and don't remember. But it was the first time that I'd ever seen anyone get fucked in the club, besides in Berlin. Mm. But like in the states, I was like, "Whoa, Whoa. yeah, they do it downstairs." I don't think I've been. I've been to the cock, I think, before, but I didn't. But see you didn't that. see that. So there was a guy hanging like halfway out of the the curtain. Oh my god! And I just saw him like getting like, <laughs> which which end of him was hanging out the curtain? <laughs> the, the front half. Okay, but you could see. <laughs> but the... I could see like the motion happening <laughs> and like his face, and I was like, "What is happening?" The context clues. Yeah, those are big. But I guess I got clues. I got used to it pretty quickly. We stayed. Yeah, for like isn't it hour. bizarre yeah. how things like that? You're just like, huh? I'm like, that's so. Oh, that's like Fire Island. I feel like yeah. I've seen someone getting fucked at Fire Island. Mm-hmm. I've seen people getting fucked at the cock. I used to live quite near it, so. There were quite a few stumbling nights into that place. (laughs) Where he would hang from a (laughs) harness. It was me. (laughs) I was the guy. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Sorry, Mom. Exciting announcement. This Pride, Harry's released a limited edition Shave with Pride set and thanks to support from people like you. They've sold out and donated thousands of dollars to the Trevor Project. But you can still give Harry's a try by purchasing one of their trial shave sets. 1% of the profits are donated to nonprofit organizations that provide access to mental health care. Just go to harrys.com backslash everyone's gay to help support a great company and treat yourself to a close, comfortable shave. I tend to not shave my face with like a straight razor because I get bumpy. I also get bumpy, but I have to shave because of makeup. Mm-hmm. And but that's why I like Harry's. Yeah, I, no bumps. I don't get bumpy. You have a nice clean shave as we're speaking. Harry's founders started the company because they believe everyone deserves a great shave at a fair price. That's why they make quality, durable blades for only $2 a blade. They keep out the middleman. That's what keeps the prices low. Get a trial set that comes with everything you need for a close, comfortable shave. Weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip. A five-blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave. Lubricating. Rich lathering shave gel that will keep you smelling great. And a travel blade to keep your razor dry and easy on the go, like when you have to keep it in your purse because you (laughs) use it for videos. So listeners of Everyone Gay can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash everyone's gay. That's harrys.com slash everyone's gay. Yay! Should we do our listener question? Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. You can read it. Okay. 
Hey guys, the show gets me through my run every weekend, so thanks for all your hard work. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. I recently one started one run. <laughs> Sorry. Good for you. More than me. I recently started dating a new guy and need your help. I've always been a top and only hooked up with or dated bottoms in the past. My new boyfriend identifies as verse, but mostly bottoms, and so far we've only stuck to those roles together. Just this last weekend we were hooking up and he floated the idea of having me trying out bottoming for him. In the moment, I kind of laughed it off and said no, but we agreed to revisit it again later. What do you think I should do? I think I'm open to it, but I'm just nervous about how it'll go. Do you have any advice for a first-time bottom? And any ideas on how to bring this back up with him without it being weird? Thanks, and keep up the great work. Sincerely, Afraid to Bottom. Bitch. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That was a lot. Do you want to talk, I'm going to let you field it. I, I can... I, I'm I'm not that much of a bottom and it's funny because my friend asked me the same advice before the, his first time bottoming and I was the worst person to ask <laughs> for bottoming advice because like I'm not the best bottom and like I haven't done it very much so I literally told my friend to douche with the water bottle and mm. he got like laughed at by the person he's bottoming <laughs> for because they were like um that is not how you do it <laughs> and I like tried to like teach him how to do it also and it was like it's kind of a disaster um but yeah, that's I. So don't. I'm not, I'm not the right person. Don't to use ask. a water bottle. Don't do. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I mean, I think you will know the best about this. Um, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if it's also if it's your boyfriend, like who gives a fuck? It's not yeah, like you're bottoming for the first. I mean, in bite any the pillow situ- and wait for it to be in over. Any situation, who yeah. gives a fuck? Poppers are a good friend. Yeah. Um, for your first time or any time, to be honest. Yeah, and just for fun. <laughs> yeah, just for fun. Just for the subway. Poppers <laughs> make me soft. Really? Yeah, I can't take them. Well, one time I was I was having sex and I had already been drinking and I s- took some poppers and I like almost passed out and I was like, okay. Maybe I, I feel like I almost pass out every single time. I guess I it's do true, poppers. but it was more of like I like a nauseous headache. I'm gonna throw up. And yeah. Then, yeah. No, every time I do it, I feel like I'm in a different galaxy for 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Finger yourself in the shower. Oh, that's a good call. With some coconut oil or like yeah. lube or whatever. Or lube Just, or like, anything. Loosen it up. Yeah. Get yourself prepared. I mean. I don't like douching is like is something that you don't necessarily need to do if you have a healthy stomach bowel yeah, movement. It's hard to like gauge though. Have a it is hard to gauge. Really but also if it's your boyfriend, shit happens. Yeah. Pun Oof. intended. Yes. Um, Put plastic sheets. <laughs> no, I would. And then yeah, just go for it. I mean, I, my only thing is like sometimes when you're in a relationship and you're having sex with the same person, you get into this dynamic and sometimes it feels weird to switch that up. You know, and I think switching topping to bottoming sometimes can be hard. But if it's if you're able to do it, more power to you. You know, I would just go for it. And if you want, if you feel more comfortable douching, go to CVS and get a fleet enema. Shove that shit up. Make sure you're very close to the toilet because it'll come <laughs> out of you very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to massacre. No. I, have you seen and at least sh- and wait a couple hours until you do it? <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my strange addiction? It's a show. The song's a bizarre show. <laughs> I know, I've heard of it. Yeah. Um, I watched an episode and th- it's a straight married couple that's addicted to doing um, coffee en- enemas. Mm. And they do f- like they spend like six hours a day doing coffee en- enemas. That's so specific. Um, I love that. But it's like they say it feels amazing. But it's all the doctors like because you are putting caffeine directly into your system. Like it just feels like you're doing cocaine. Basically. Yeah. Well, that's what Willem does with alcohol on stage yeah i'll just 
Do you know the Butt drag chug. queen you know, Willem? I don't. Yeah. He's in that new documentary. He was in Oh, he, he's in Wig? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. He he's was the one he was the one that douched on stage. Amazing. And I then, need to watch it. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I've um, seen him live too. He's in a Star he is Born. Also does that. Yeah. Did you see a Star oh. is Born? Yes. He's the one that like slaps the, the boobs on him. Okay. I will look him up. Yeah. Um, yeah, he douches on stage a lot with them. beer. Yeah. Um with IPA. Love, <laughs> which is interesting. With a high class IPA, I think that was a. Is, was that enough to answer that question? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Just, just and take if, it. And then if you hate <laughs> it, <laughs> just, just stop. It. You don't have to go through with it. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, actually, the same for me. Just, I gotta go home. That's what yeah. I do. My, my, uh, my motto is uh, Christmas and birthdays. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, that's nice. You can try to put it in, but if it doesn't, <laughs> then no. But also not on my birthday. And yeah. Also, no. like, no. not on my Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm exactly. like, I'm not going to ruin my day. <laughs> like, you never know. Also, Christmas, I'm going to have to, like, see my family. <laughs> so I don't want to be, like, walking funny. True. Sorry to my cousins that listen. <laughs> now, if I'm ever walking funny at a holiday, they're the going to fir- be like, oh. The first time I had sex, um, and it was I bought him for the first time. <clears throat> someone called me out on walking weird the next day it was like horrifying to me what happened to you <laughs> i Why was you hobbling because i was i don't know it was just, it was a new experience maybe no, i was I, just sore I understand. I understand. and it was i had to go to school the next day and i was like walking through the cafeteria and someone's like you look like you just got fucked in the ass and i was like oh my god what how old were you it wasn't they didn't I say fucked in the that. ass but they like look like you have a stick up your butt and i was like <laughs> but how old were you? I was like 16. Oh my God. Damn. They probably didn't even think that that was the case. No, I don't think they did. I wouldn't have. It was prom weekend. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my problem. Live that well fantasy. Done. Thank you. Um, I still think about it all the time. <laughs> no. Your one true love. <laughs> my one true love. <laughs> he got away. He actually just followed me on Instagram. Oh, he's thinking about you too. Yeah. What? <laughs> he's thinking about you too. I know. I mean, <laughs> I actually have not been thinking about it. <laughs> That's um, amazing. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having Where me. Where can our listeners listen to you? Honestly, anywhere you can stream music, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, YouTube, everything. And it where can we find you on, where can they find you personally? My Instagram is at S-A-R-O, just Sorrow, easy. Oh, Ooh, that's yeah. a good one. Is there a song that you think would be a good, like, jumping in point for people? Honestly, the one that people like the most is Please. Okay. It's kind of like the most boppy. Um, and then polite. my favorite right now is called Snowblind. Great. Yes. Wonderful. So we will make sure, make sure to check that out. We'll post it on Insta story so yes, you can get Sweet. a quick free listen. Yes. Love it. Assuming Thank you, you have something free to listen to. If you don't right. have something to listen to it to, then how are you listening to this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you can if you're listening it out. to this, you can listen to yeah. that. <laughs> For sure. Very true. Um, or you can DM us at Everyone's Gay for your listener questions, or you can email us at gayapatches.com. Wonderful. Woo. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Betches.